0: Um, well that was good singing, good to sing those hymns of praise on to the Lord. Wanna turn again to God's word to the portion you read together in Psalm thirty-four. Psalm thirty-four well known Psalm, of course, and to all of us. Uh, my text today is actually found three verse three here in Psalm thirty four, where David said, O magnify the Lord with me. And then he said this little phrase let us exalt his name together. Let us exalt his name together. So let's look to the Lord, let's pray for his help as we turn to his word. And loving Father in heaven, we thank you for the hymns of praise. We're glad we have a God to praise, uh, Lord, in our worship. And we come to thee now around thy word, I pray. For the spirit of the living God be given to me to proclaim your word. And Lord, I pray you'll move in the hearts of everyone who listens, whether they're at home listening on the internet or in the congregation, that I will move in their heart as well. And we pray that you bless us, great truth to all of us, Lord. And we will live for thee with all of our heart and praise thee with all of our heart as we will seek to live in this dark and sinful world for the Lord Jesus. Oh, close us in with thyself. And bless us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us exalt his name together. You see in this Psalm 34 that it was penned by David during a very difficult time in his life. You'll find record of that over in 1 Samuel chapter 21 where David's heart is full of fear. Saul is seeking for his life and David in a sense is running for his life. He takes himself away down to Gath. To Achish. well of course that was one of his enemies but David finds himself down living in that land and we find that David in that place he's full of fear he's full of distress in other words also he makes himself as if he's mad and Achish looks and says well who is this mad fellow here and they tell him well you know this is David and David departs from that place and he goes away David's in darkness, distress. And while David was in such a situation in his life, David wrote the words of this psalm. And he says in verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. And remember, he's in darkness, he's in trouble. But here's his heart in tune with God. And there may be some today in the meeting, and your heart is full of darkness, distress, and trouble. And you're wondering, do I go to the left, do I go to the right? oh I want to say to you today go to the Lord lift your eyes up above all circumstances and says I, me I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth and it's wild demons in all of this trouble he pens the words here of this psalm and he says to the people in verse 3 oh magnify the Lord with me Let us exalt his name together. And you can see David saying to all these words, to all the people who's around him, let us us not be afraid. He didn't say that. Let us not be troubled. He didn't say that. He said, let us exalt the name of the Lord together. Now the word exalt, you know what it means? To lift up, to raise up. Out through the week we seen a lot of names lifted up, didn't we? And the prayers and all, the banners was up flying. Nothing wrong with it. There's a name for a lodge, a name of this, the name of that. They lifting up names. Well, that us as God's people lift up the name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us exalt His name together. Well, could you imagine someone coming to your home and saying the words of our text and says, "Listen here, let us exalt." the name of the Lord together. Well, well we had to sit down, maybe. We we'll had have to have a little committee meeting and we we'll had to get our, our ideas together. How are we going to do this? How are we going to exalt the name of God together in this congregation? How are we going to exalt the name of the Lord in all along? Well, we maybe had to sit down and say, well, how are we going to do this? Because here it is, brought before us in the word of God, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Well, I want to throw out some suggestions today. How you and I, saved, washed in the blood of Christ, how you and I can exalt the name of the Lord together. And I want to say, first of all, we exalt his name by proclaiming it. By proclaiming the name of the Lord. Remember, that the, the word exalt means to raise up or to be high, to lift up. And so what we're saying here to the Christian, we exalt God's name by proclaiming it. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. We're not ashamed of the Lord Jesus. We're not ashamed of the great name of the Lord God Jehovah. No, no, we proclaim it. We proclaim the name of the Lord. He said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And the word magnify means also to lift up. There's a double emphasis here in our text. It's magnify. Let's lift up. Let's exalt the name of the Lord together by proclaiming it. And we can do this, of course, that his name is high above all. In the area of his sovereignty, there is no name as high, as powerful as the Lord God of heaven. I want you to listen to some references that teaches us in the word of God. In Psalm 97, verse 9, the psalmist says, For thy Lord at high Above all the earth, thou art exalted above all gods. So, no matter where he looked, he saw these false idols, false religions. No, no, he's lifting up the name of God. He's high, he's over all. Thou art exalted above all gods. He's lifting up this great name of the Lord. Above all gods. Psalm 108 verse 5. He says be thy exalted O God. Above the heavens and thy glory. Listen. Above all the earth. So he's lifting up this name. Above all gods. There's a name above all the false gods. When he looked at the earth. He's lifted up the name of God. He says thy name is high above all of the earth. And in 1st Chronicles 29 verse 11. He says and I are exalted as high Head above all. Now you can read through the word of God and there are other references to do with the exaltation of the name of the Lord. And what's he doing? What's he doing when he's saying these words? He's lifting up the name of the Lord by proclaiming it. He's not, he's not afraid to proclaim it. There may be people who doesn't want to hear the name of the Lord, but he ain't worried about what other people wants to hear. He's proclaiming the name of the Lord. He says, let us exalt the name of the Lord together. And he tells the people, his name is above all other gods, above the earth. He's head above all. He's exalting this great name of the Lord. Oh, you and I think of Jesus Christ. Remember we were singing that great name, Jesus the name. High over all. Over in the book of Philippians it tells us that the Lord Jesus Christ has been given a, wherefore a name wherefore God has also highly exalted him and given him a name listen, which is above every other name. Above every name. Every name in the world. Every name in the universe. There's one name. It's high. It's lifted up. It's above every other name. What is that name? It's the name of Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to say, "At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess. I confess what? That Jesus Christ is Lord." And there's a whole witness around my door. I haven't seen him for a while. This COVID has seemed to put them in. I hope it keeps them in. But they came to my door one time, and I asked away the question. I said, "Could you finish the following verse for me?" I said, "Well, okay. What is it?" I says it says in the Bible, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is and he wouldn't say nothing, I said to him again, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess there's a few words in between that of course that Jesus Christ is who? and he still wouldn't answer it and I says, well I'll answer it that Jesus Christ is Lord and I says, you're running one around this place and you're telling everybody he's not And one day you'll bow and you'll confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh, we proclaim, let us exalt the name of our Saviour, Lord Jesus Christ, together. He's high above all. Let's do it in our pulpits. Let's do it in our homes. Let's do it in our streets. Let's do it in the communities. Let us exalt the name of the Lord together. His name is high. It's over all, and well, I want to say that to everyone in the congregation. Maybe to you, the name of the Lord means nothing. Maybe the name of God means nothing to you. Maybe the name of Jesus Christ means nothing. That, that may be true of you, but to God's people, the name of the Lord, is everything to us. The name of our Savior. Let us exalt his name together. We can say in his sovereignty, his high above all. His name also is holy as well. Because remember in Isaiah 57 verse 15, well, thus saith the high and lofty one uh, that hapheth eternity, whose name is holy. So we're lifting up the name of God. It's a high name. It's a holy name. Remember the seraphims In Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1, they were singing, holy, holy, holy. It's the Lord God. And they were praising hey, God's name. They were lifting up God's name, even in glory i we are to lift up God's name. He is holy. He's a God who hates iniquity. He's a God who hates sin. Yet we are to lift up this holy, high name to people all around us. We are to lift up his name in the area of his sovereignty. He's high and he's holy. I think also in the area of salvation. We lift up the name of the Lord. Remember David said, 2 Samuel Twenty-two, verse three. The Lord, a God of my rock, in whom will I trust? He is my shield and the horn of my salvation. I know that little phrase. He's my salvation, and Moses had said that himself in Exodus fifteen and the verse two. He says, "The Lord is my strength and song; He has become my salvation." And so, when we proclaim the name of the Lord, we're proclaiming that God's name is high and holy, the sovereignty of God. But we are proclaiming the salvation of the Lord. There's no other Saviour but Jesus Christ. No other one can take away our sin. No other one can save us. Remember, Peter said that in Acts 4 and verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby. You must be saved. And I want you to notice two things here. Peter says you must be saved. If you're listening today and you're unconverted, you must be saved. Do you want everlasting life? Do you want to be in heaven? You must be saved. Do you want to escape everlasting punishment, which is hell? You must be saved. That's that's taught in that verse. But he says something else. There's no other name. No other name but Jesus Christ. He's lifting up this name. He's exalting the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no other saviour. And when I say to you today, all converted in the meeting, what name are you trusting? For eternity. For the salvation of your soul. Here's the sad reality. There are people and they're lifting up their own name. Well, how what I do. It's how I live my life. And what are you doing? You're lifting up your name for salvation. It wouldn't get you through that door. Your own name. There's only one name can save you. The Lord Jesus Christ. God shall love the world that he gave his only begotten Son. whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so we proclaim this message, and you're going to do it throughout the summer to the boys and girls. You're going to tell them of Jesus Christ, the name, the high name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. Well, we're exalting the name of Jesus Christ together. There's only one Savior. Oh, let us exalt His name together. So we can do this. We can do it in outreach, do proclaim it, doing pulpits, working with the boys and girls. Let us exalt His name together. People need to hear about Jesus Christ. He's a they need to hear the way of salvation. They need to hear the great gospel text where the Lord Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And there's no way for you to come to God but by Jesus Christ for us. All we exalt the great name of Christ by proclaiming it. By proclaiming the great name of Christ the sovereignty of the Lord and the salvation that's found in Jesus Christ. Well, let us exalt his name together. Let us all do this. There's a work every one of us can do for Christ in this congregation. Let's do it together. Let's get our shoulders together and let's work together and serve the Lord together in this community. Let us exalt his name together. I came across a a little illustration with a man. (coughs) He was in Bible college and he was learning... Homoletics. Now, there's some Bible students here. There's a lot of them here from the Whitfield College who went through the Whitfield College. Uh, homoletics. You say, well, what is that? Well, we, we had to learn homiletics in college. Well, to make it simple, it's the art of preaching. Perhaps we need to go back and learn it again. I don't know for some of us. But uh, it's difficult. When I heard that word homiletics, I had no notion. But I came across a person who went through college. Now, not all college, I had to say this. And he was listening and it came to his day where he had to preach. Well, I can remember college day when it was your turn you had to preach in front of all the nice students. Of course, they were there with the pens. They were going to give you the works and tell all the things you said wrong and how you did this and all. But anyway, we had to do it. Well, this man I read about—you call him Tony Campolo—and he went to take his turn. It was the day I came here to get up, of course. He got his points, he says, all well, clearly defined. I got up, I gave a good expression to the meaning of the biblical text. I got illustrations, he says, all into it. And I felt at the end of it, oh boy, he says, that was good. He felt, in those words, type of words, he felt, well, that was good. And he was waiting, you know, on the, the man who, was, who gave a validation from the professor, of formal addicts, and what he had to say about it. And so he received a letter about the sermon he had just preached. And at the top of the letter it says in bold red letter onto the grave were the words, Tony. So I got his attention and read it You can't convince people that you're wonderful and that Jesus is wonderful in the same sermon. He said, I never forgot those words. You can't convince people that you're wonderful and Jesus is wonderful in the same sermon. He was presenting himself. What he could do. How he could do it. He said, I never forgot that lesson. Jesus, the name high over all. Let us exalt his name together. We lift up his name by proclaiming it. Let us do it then. In a witness, at work, at home, wherever. Let's exalt the name of the Lord together. We do it, of course. We exalt his name. Well, how else? By praising his name. Remember again, we're exalting the name by lifting up this mighty name in song. Not only in speech, but in song. He is to be lifted up in worship. Now, when we come to church, why do we come to church? We don't come to be entertained. We come to pray. We come to worship God. In Psalm 99 verse 9 it says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at." His holy hill for the Lord our God is holy. We are to exalt his name in worship. The word hallelujah in Hebrew means praise the Lord. That's what it means. So how are we going to exalt the name of the Lord together? Well, he says, let's praise him. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's praise his great name. Well, you can see David is going to do that, of course. He says in verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. He's going to do this personally, of course. He says, I'm going to praise him. His praise shall be continually, listen, in my mouth. Not gurning in my mouth, grumbling in my mouth. No, no, his praise. The Lord is my Savior. The Lord is my Shepherd. He's given me everlasting life. He's with me every step of my, of my life. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him with my lips. I will do it. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to praise him. Personally. And then he said in Psalm 118, verse 28, Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Aren't you glad today, child of God is your God? By his mercy he has saved you and given you everlasting life, brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He's bringing us to a kingdom. The children of the Lord have a right to shout and sing. We're going home to heaven. Well, can we not praise the Lord? Let's exalt his name together. We will praise him in song. But he says, I will do it. I will do this. We've sang some hymns. We've sang one of Charles Wesley's today, but there's another hymn that Charles Wesley wrote. And they say that he wrote this, the first hymn he wrote was three days after his conversion. And do you know what that hymn was? Oh for a thousand tongues to sing. <laughs> Not just for one tongue. He says, You know something? I'm gonna write this, I'm gonna write this hymn for a thousand. A thousand. He wanted, it in the sense of his heart a thousand tongues to praise the God of his salvation. Wasn't enough to have one? He said, oh, oh, if I could just have a thousand, thousand tongues to praise the Lord, to sing to them. Well, if we have one, we've only got one, one's enough for a lot of us. But oh, let us praise the Lord with the tongue He's given us. I will bless the Lord. Let's exalt His name together in praise. We do it personally, we do it collectively as well, of course. Remember what the tax notice says. Let us. Exalt his name, listen, together. Those people are to be together. We're not little islands. You can remain in your little island and I remain in my little island and and praise the Lord. Remember it says, I just got a couple of texts of scripture to show that in Psalm 107 verse 32. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people. And praise them in the assembly of the elders. Notice where they are in the assembly of the elders. And they're in the congregation of the people. In Psalm 95, in verse 1, Who come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. And in Psalm 111, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. And notice these words. In the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. And what is David saying here? I'm going to exalt the Lord. But where is David going to do this? He's going to do it in the congregation. He's going to do it in the assembly of God's people. Not when he's alone. Of course he can do it alone at times. But David's going to come together with God's people. And praise the name of God together. And I want to say that to all of us today. That's why we come to church. Let us exalt his name together. In the congregation, in the assembly. God expects us, if we are fit and able, to come to church, that's where we should be. And I know the internet's on today, and I know it's in other places as well, and there's a place for it, no doubt about it. But there may be people listening today, and they could be in church. There's no reason why they should not be in church. They've got their health and strength, they've got a motor car, they've got clothes to put on. But they're not here. And that's the same throughout our church. I've been around a lot of our free churches and they're telling me about COVID, people haven't returned. Why? to exalt his name together. We've got to come together to praise the Lord, the God of our salvation. And God's people. If we're able, and I put that in because some of God's people are not able, and they can sit at home and that's good, and they can listen to the service and listen to the preaching. But if they're able, and if you're able today, if anyone's listening in, then why are you not here? We've got to praise them together. God expects us to come together and to praise His great name. Oh, we do it. We do it here collectively we gather here in church to sing then let's sing it's amazing the view you get from the pulpit I know you get a view looking up into the pulpit sometimes but it's amazing the view we can get from here people just standing don't even sing at all let us exalt his name together in our singing praise the Lord and you're glad you're here today and you're glad you're singing about Christ our saviour We've got a great song in our heart to sing of our wonderful and great Savior. Oh, I will do it continually as well. In verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times the praise shall continually be in my mouth. It's a big continual praise. Over Nehemiah 9, verse 5, you'll read about Levites, and they were told to praise the Lord, to stand up and bless the Lord, your God, forever and ever. Bless be thy glorious name, which is exalted above all blessings and praise. This was our job. Listen, this, is, this is what they worked at. If you remember meeting them on the street and says, well, what, what do you do? I'm a Levite. What do you actually do? Well, he says, I just sing. I just sing. Well, dear child of God, if somebody meets you on the street and says, well, what do you do for the Lord? Well, I just sing. I just sing. I just sing on to the Lord. Do you want to hear me? My... <laughs> you can say, I'll give you a wee verse. You. No, you're all right. You're all right. No, I'm only joking. That's us do it continually. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 11. It says there about praise in heaven. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne and on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God. Listen, forever and ever. Amen. It wasn't just for an hour's service. No, no. They were praising God forever and forever. And glad that we get to heaven. We'll always be praising the Lord forever. And forever. exalting his name together. Oh, do it continually. Listen, do it joyfully. In the name of the Lord is praise. Let's do it joyfully. Remember Psalm 95 verse 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. And make a joyful noise unto him. With psalms. And Psalm 100 gives you the same idea as well as coming into his presence. It says in verse 2, Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. So let's exalt the name of the Lord joyfully. People say it's a happy thing to be saved. It's a happy thing to belong to the Lord Jesus Christ and to know that our sins are forgiven and we're on our way to heaven. We are the happiest people in the world. Maybe sometimes you look at us, some people maybe doubt that. But we should be the happiest people in the world. We are the children of the Lord. We're marching home to glory. Let's exalt His name together. Let's do it joyfully and reverently as well. I had to say that because in Psalm 95, verse 6, it says, Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Let us come reverently and praise His great name. It's not dancing about like a clown that we come, of course, to praise his great name. These things may go on in different other churches in different places. But let's do it reverently. Let us exalt this great name of the Lord together in our praise. Well, do you enjoy coming to church? Do you enjoy singing the hymns, the the old-fashioned gospel hymns, the hymn of praise, the psalms? We're here to praise him. We exalt his name. We sing about him. We sing on to him, of course. Oh, we lift up his great name. Even in our singing. Let us do this. And let us be in the church services. Let's attend all the meetings we can in the house of God. Because we're said here, let us exalt his name together. Leave it to four or five to exalt his name. It's something for all of God's people to do. Can I say a couple of other things quickly? We exalt his name by praying in his name. We lift his name up, of course, in prayer. And become the pray. But that is done different ways in our prayer. Pray. Praying. Think in adoration in our prayers. We think here of King Hezekiah in Second Kings chapter 19, verse 15, he's going to pray. He's going to seek God's face at the throne of grace. And he says, And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel, which dwelleth between the cherubims, thou art the God. Even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, thou hast made heaven and earth. Do you hear him? He's praying. He's before God. And he's praying about his Saviour, his God, where God dwells among the turbans. Thou art God alone. And he says, thou hast created the heavens and the earth. You see, he's lifting up God's name in the place of Prayer. He's exalting this great and mighty name. Hannah did the him? Hannah had her difficulties, her burdens, and her problems. In 1 Samuel 2, verse 2, she says, There is none as holy as the Lord, for there's none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. But do you hear? She's lifting up this name. She's before God in the place of prayer and in an adoration. She's lifting up the name of God Jehovah. And you and I come to pray. Just lift up his name. O oh, Lord God of Israel. Thou art God. Thou art Lord of all the kingdoms of earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. We should lift up his name. There is none. There is none like thee. We lift up his name when we come to pray. That's one way of doing it in our, prayer, in our praying. In other love When you come to pray. You're coming to a great and mighty God. You're coming to one who is your Father. We do this. We lift up his name in other ways and in our submission in our praying as well. We lift up his name. Praying in his name is a complete and utter surrender to his will. Remember, the Lord Jesus Christ himself in Luke 22, <clears throat> verse 42. He says, Father, if I be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine being done. That's, that's really lifting up the name of the Lord in your prayer. When you get to that position, Not my will. But thine being done. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ taught that himself. In Matthew 6 verse 10. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're lifting up the name of Christ. In our praying. We're saying Lord not my will. But thy will be done in my life. We're putting his name. Above your name. His will Above your will. Well, have you ever prayed to us? Have you ever prayed? I fear for some Christians, they make decisions about their life, different things, but they never ask God. They never seek God. Is that the way God wants me to live? Is that what God wants me to do or where to go? We are are to consult Him. See, we lift up us in Him and we submit and our submission. We're exalting his name above my name, my desires, my will, my plans. We're lifting up the great name of the Lord. And even his name is exalted in our petitions as well, because praying his name shows we depend upon him. We depend upon the Lord. And give us our daily bread and lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. You see, praying in the name of Jesus Christ, He's exalted we lift up his name. That's why when we come generally to the end of our prayers, we pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You see, we're praying in the great name of the Lord. Jesus. So we exalt his great name in our prayers. Let us exalt his name together. Come to the prayer meetings. Come to the public times of prayer, prayer meetings here. And pray together. And exalt the name of the Lord together for the work here in this part of God's vineyard. And then, can I say a last thing very quickly We exalt His name in our performances. You know what I mean by that? By our works and by our life. Over in Matthew, in the chapter 5, remember the Lord Jesus tells the people, the light of the world and also the salt of the earth. And here's what He said, we'll do with the light of the world. Let your light, verse 16, so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And here's what's being done. People, they're living a good Christian life. And by their life, their light is shining. And what are they doing? They're not bringing glory to themselves. They're not bringing honour to themselves. They're not bringing prayers to themselves. They're bringing prayers to God. And they see your good works and glorify, listen, your Father. Your Father which is in heaven. And by their life and by their performances they were lifting up the name of Christ. Now the old Pharisees, the old Pharisees lifted up their own name. They drew attention to themselves. But the Christian, by their life, we lift up the name of God. And people see that we're different you see we've been to Jesus we've been washed in the blood of Allah. we are a child of a king we don't go to certain places we don't do certain things why is this? because of the Lord we tell people, we witness to them we're different, we're saved we're on our way to heaven this world is not our home we have everlasting life we lift up the name of Christ in our performances alms given, praying, whatever it may be oh we lift up the great name of the Lord Jesus Christ by our performances you know we can we can cause his name to be blasphemed remember David David fell into great sin with the sin of adultery and remember Nathan said to him in verse 14 2 Samuel 12 Howbeit, because of this day that has given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme David fell David sinned and the enemies were mocking and they were laughing Look, this man, he claimed to be a child of the king. Look what he has done. And they blasphemed. Well, that's certain. I don't want to be in that league. That I would do things that would cause the enemies of Christ to blaspheme his name. So how to watch ourselves, child of God, in our life. Now, if you're fallen, glad there's blood, the blood of Christ is cleansed for sinners. We're glad there's restoration for those who perhaps backslidden today. You can come to Christ and, and be forgiven and be cleansed. There's restoration. Let us exalt his name together. We have only one opportunity in our life to lift up the name of Christ, one opportunity to serve him. It'll soon be over. How have you done? How have you done? How have I done? I think we all can do better, including myself. Let us exalt his name. Let our name perish. As that little hymn of Charles Wesley. In his dying breath. No, what, what was he saying? Behold, behold the Lamb. He wasn't talking about himself. He was pointing people to Christ. I wouldn't mind dying like that myself. Behold, behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Oh, let us exalt his name together. Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Oh, let us bless and praise the name of the Lord together. Let us do this. So, if you're not saved, then we want you to come to Christ. Maybe you're troubled about your sin. Maybe you're troubled about your soul. Well, Speak to us after the meeting if you want to ask some more questions about it. But get yourself right with God. Repent from your sin. Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ who's the only Savior and his blood by faith can cleanse you from all sin and he can give you everlasting life. And then you'll be joined in with God's people. And then you'll be able to say to people, let us exalt the name of the Lord together. And with the redeemed of the Lord, I know I'm saved on a normal way to heaven. But God write those few three thoughts this morning upon all of my hearts.